You're listening to Simper Ritz Radio, episode number 149. And today's a quick bonus episode on my journey, my quest for something more. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. Today is a little bonus episode, and I really wanted to bring this to you because I feel like I've been questioning a lot of things as it relates to health and how helpful I'm actually being. And given that I wanna be the most helpful that I can to you, I think I've really come to this place of what I've been doing was great, but maybe not enough. Like what if health is a few steps down the road from where we're even looking? And I say that in a non-complex way because I really believe that health was designed to be simple. Like it was designed to be something that we lived with rather than lived for. So today I'm kind of want to break down like this journey and my quest for more and where things are going. For the last few weeks, I've been mentioning that we're going to have a whole anxiety series happening this summer on the podcast, which is similar to what happened last year where we did the entire mindset series and it was so popular. In fact, I went back and still those episodes are some of the most popular that we have here on Simple Arts Radio. And I think, again, it just struck a chord with so many people that, yeah, maybe the mind does matter, right? Like maybe when we look at health in general and we're so hung up on calories and movement, which are part of it, but maybe it's a smaller piece than we actually thought in the beginning. So I'm really excited to dive into this, to dive into the series. And like I said, I just kind of wanted to lay out my heart before we really dug in. So you could really understand where I'm coming from and why I believe this to be so important. So honestly, this has been a topic that has come up over and over in the last few years. It's something that I've started to recognize more in my own life as I've taken steps to healing, like my whole sickness journey and really kind of reaching rock bottom. And I was doing everything right, as in the health perspective of everything right. I was eating well. I was exercising all the time. I mean, we were living a really healthy life. And here I was sicker than ever. They were looking for cancer in me and I just felt terrible. And I thought, if I am here How many other people must be here as well and frustrated and confused just as I was? Like I was the health expert. How could I not figure out how to get myself out of where I had gotten myself into? And I think what I came to realize was that it wasn't necessarily that I was eating wrong or exercising in the wrong ways. It really was that I was placing so many other stressors on my life and I was hoarding so many negative emotions about my past and my things that are happening in my relationships. And it, it just seemed like there was a snowball effect of this mind aspect of this emotional aspect, which then led into the spiritual aspect of my life. And I realized that I could not get healthy without all of these other things being healthy. Like it was an impossible feat. Trust me, I tried. I took years to try this before I really recognized that all of this emotion and all this negativity that I was holding onto was really a huge stumbling block in my healing journey. And my body was doing everything in its means to protect me from what I perceived to be wrong in life. And that protection just led to inflammation and disease and weight gain and all the things that I didn't want to happen. Now, I'm not saying this is the case for everyone. Yes, diet and exercise can work for a lot of people, but statistically speaking, it's very short-lived. And if I want to do health, if I want to really come alongside of you and help you, I realized that just focusing on diet and exercise alone was not helping you. 
In some cases, it was making it worse because it was creating this obsession with health and with food and with body image and all the things that was not me at all. So I came to the realization that health is not surface level. Health is deep, really deep. And I think that we have to go there. And it was really this email that I got back in January or February from a listener of Simple Ridge Radio. And she wrote me this really fascinating email. And I don't even know what stuck out to me. Like I'm not even sure it was that much different than other emails that I receive. And I get a lot of emails. But something struck a chord with me in her email about how she was on this journey of coming from a place of disordered eating, of severe anorexia and healing. And she couldn't quite grasp how to wrap her mind around eating healthy without obsessing about it. And anyways, we ended up doing a call and she's actually going to be on the podcast next week. And I'm so excited for you to hear her story and what she has to say. And for me to get to ask her questions about how health professionals can be better about providing information without it triggering negative behaviors in someone or negative thought processes. Anyway, she's going to be on the show next week, but she was really a starting point or a catalyst for the change that I want to happen here at Simple Words Radio, the change that I want to happen in my own life. And I haven't wanted to go here, I think, because it's hard. Like, it's a really hard space to be in. I'm still learning it. I've felt insecure about that. But I think that makes it all the more real, right? Like, if 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 I'm not going through this and, and taking my own journey through this, I don't think I could teach you as well as just knowing all the right things to say. And so I'm going to go down that path and say, I don't know everything, but what I do know is that this deep work that we're about to get into, it matters and it matters in a big, big, big way. And I don't think that we can stay on the surface level anymore. I don't think that we can stay fluffy anymore, even though that's where I wanted to say like, oh, how great to just write recipes and to just talk about diet and exercise. Like that was easy for me. This mindset, this emotional, the spiritual journey is way outside my comfort zone. But at the same time, it has been the sole source of healing in my own life. And so like I said, I would be doing a disservice to you by not speaking what I believe to be the truth about health. So all of that to say, last week I went on to write an email. And I just want to read the email here really quickly. And then I'm going to talk about a few other things and why this is important and what you can expect coming up here on Some Words Radio And trust me, I'm so excited because we have so many awesome experts in the mind space and the relational space and the spiritual space, like in the faith space that are going to help us and really help us to dig deep so that we can do the inner healing. And I'm going to say this all the time, but really healing from the outside in doesn't ever work, right? Like just focusing on our external, even talking about body love and body positivity, I still think that that misses the point. Like we were not put here to love ourselves. Yes, we can love ourselves or accept ourselves, but that's not our purpose in life, right? Like we need to be living for something so much bigger than ourselves. And I think that's what drives us. That's what the catalyst to move us. And I think one of the most dangerous places that we can be is to suppress who we really are to become who we think we need to be. And I think I live there for so long and I'm just going to step out of that, even though it's scary and uncomfortable. And I, and I encourage you to do the same. Like I want this to be a place that we can come and be ourselves and learn about that so that we can grow and go out and do greater and bigger things. So with that said, here's the email. Have you ever wondered why diet and exercise doesn't work or why health doesn't come easily? 
I mean, yes, both are definitely a part of this, but have you wondered why it isn't easy? And if that were the answer, then why do I and everyone I work with have to work so hard at making health happen? Like, why is it such a fight? Whether you have or haven't, I can assure you, I've rolled this around in my head from the moment I enrolled myself into the nutrition program just a month into my freshman year of college. Of course, there was a lot of excitement and surety that I was going to figure out this long-standing mystery. But then time passes, years change, and I still find myself here after hundreds of personal clients, thousands of days spent researching, the big question still lingers. Why is health so difficult to achieve? While I haven't quite landed on the answer, wondering if there even is just one answer, I've settled with a place I knew was there all along, but tried to suppress. Not because I don't think it wasn't important, but because it was a scary place. A place I didn't feel adequate or capable of teaching, and a place I still needed a lot of work myself. This place is the mind. Which brings me to the question, have we been covering up health with fluff and a quick-fire attempt to change without the deep work? Have we been going about health in the wrong direction, working on the external before we fix the internal? All the questions I still ask myself on the daily as I sort through this in real time with you. But what I'm beginning to wonder is, are we a people trying to carry the weight of the world in physical pounds? Sure, hormones still play a role, as do genetics, and you can't escape a healthy diet and movement, but we know this. We know the right answers. We know that broccoli is better than cookies. We know that a bag of potato chips isn't doing anything for the waistline and sugar is linked to nearly every disease ever. But we still eat it, blaming Lay's and that Big Mac rather than taking hold of our own insecurities. Trust me, I don't want it to be true. I really don't want this to be the answer. I've even spent countless days wrestling with God over this. Couldn't it be as simple as food? As movement? Why isn't that enough? I've wrestled so long, I'm sure I have a limp of my own, struggling through my own list of insecurities, questioning, doubting, and even emotionally eating. But I'm confident that's where we need to go. That's where change lies. Not in our own idea of how to get healthy, but the deep places of healing. The places no one wants to go. And trust me when I say, we all have a story. We all have a story. And so I'm reminded over and over that physical health can't come without mental health, And mental health can't come without a heart transformation. I believe that our thoughts determine how we feel. That's why I bring this up. And that's why I'm telling you what I'm learning through my therapist. We all have a story. One that threatens to remind you that you're alone, that no one understands, and to put on a good facade. But if you look closely, we all have cracks. We're all crumbling in some way, trying to hold the pieces together, masking the pain and insecurities with another program. But I'm beginning to wonder, what would change? if we let it crumble, if we built a new house on a new foundation? What would change if we could release the emotional baggage we all carry around? What if we could free ourselves of the trauma? What if we could experience a heart transformation? What if we could make our minds healthy? Would everything else fall in line? I think it would. In fact, I believe it could be the only way. Sure, I'm still on this journey myself, but I can tell you through the years of work I've put in, I've never felt better mentally and even physically. Of all of my treatments, was my mind change the most monumental? I believe it was. That's why, as much as I fought this, I believe that's where we have to move. If you want to experience lasting health, free of insecurities and disordered eating, and step into a life of abundant joy. It's scary. It's uncharted territory. It's hard, and it takes work. But the first step is knowing you're not alone. That there's an entire world of people with cracks, and those that rise are the ones who see the beauty in them. With that said, we're going there. As Jill Briscoe puts it, 
the deep places on the steps of my soul where nobody goes. That's where we're about to go. That was the email. I mean, that really just sums up my heart. I couldn't say it any better than what I wrote right there. I really believe that there is something to this, that we are a people who are carrying the weight of the world and physical pounds. And I think that once we start to recognize that, and as I've gone on this journey of healing myself and working on our marriage and um, healing relationships with friendships and, and really fostering health in all areas of my life and even taking a deeper dive in my spiritual life, in my faith and knowing the attributes of God and and knowing who he is and having a bigger trust in that, I have to say that so much has changed. Like so much, not just emotionally and mentally, but my physical body has changed for the better. And that's why I think this is so important. So if you're like, she's crazy, she's gone off a rocker, maybe I have. But I'm gonna go on a limb and say that we all know what we've been doing for years and years and years with just diet and exercise, it has not worked. That's why there's a new program on the market every single year, right? Like that's why people jump from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. It's because we don't or we haven't gone to this place. And I'm just saying, maybe this place is it. Maybe this is the foundation that we need to build a new house. So with that to say, I'm gonna give you a few points that are actually studied and why I believe this to be true. One is, is that we are people who tend to complexify the simple. For some reason, not for some reason, we know the reason, right? Our mind focuses on the negative trends. Like we we more easily pick up on negative things than positive things. They believe this is how we were designed to be so that we could perceive threats and dangers, right? Like it was a survival mechanism for our body, like everything else is. So our body is designed for survival, which means that we automatically notice more negative then positive. They say that you need to have like five to 10 positive experiences for every one negative. Like that's how influential negative experiences are in our life. And so when we know that, right? Like when when we know that our minds are naturally consumed with the negative, then we can start to understand that we also tend to fascinate on complex things. Like simple manners almost seem too good to be true for our minds. And so we like to complexify them. So for instance, gratitude, right? Like gratitude has gotta be one of the simplest practices anyone could do. It requires nothing, no money, no paper, no pen. Like you can do this in your head, saying them out loud, saying them in your head. You could even write them down, right? If you had a pen and paper, there's nothing to it. And yet how often do we fail to practice gratitude? But we know that gratitude is also one of the highest forms of healing. So when we study healing and we study like even the placebo effect and things like that, people who are more grateful tend to be healthier. Like that is scientifically proven. And so if we can just take away the complexity or if we can kind of get our bodies or our minds back to the simple, isn't everything in life simple? Like isn't every good thing in life pretty simple? And I think if we stop letting our minds run with this complex thing and making health more complex and healing more complex than it needs to be, I think that there's a lot of power in that. So that's one issue that we're going to talk about this summer. The second thing is, is that we are designed to close loops. Like our brains are designed to close loops. So if there's suspense, right, or a thriller or a movie that is open-ended, we'll automatically close that story. Like we will make an ending up in our minds, even if it's not true. The same goes for things that are happening in our lives, right? So if you think something or you assume something, you've created a story. You've created an ending to something that hasn't doesn't have an ending yet or that you haven't 
found out, right? Like we create endings and non-factual information. Brenny Brown did some incredible work that we're going to talk about, about how our mind closed loops. But basically what they think is that we are meaning machines. Like we have to know the meaning in something in order for our mind to rest with it. So what that means is that there's a lot of things happening in our lives that aren't at the end, right? Like even your health journey. And so what they're finding is that is that people are closing these loops to these stories. So essentially what we're doing is we're making up stories about ourselves and about other people that are based in untrue information or information that's not factual at all. The danger in that is that we tend to be of negative people, right? Like our our minds tend to be more drawn to negativity, which means our assumptions often fall more in the negative category than in the positive. Meaning we kind of live in this fight or flight mode where everything's always against us, complexifying what really should be simple. So how we close loops and how to get ourselves out of closing loops in a negative way is something that we're going to talk about this summer. And again, it's all because we were designed to create meaning. Another thing that I really want to dig into and something that I'm releasing, which here's a spoiler alert before I kind of close this out, is that I'm creating a new guide for you. It's called the Mindset Diet. And it's not a physical diet, although there are some nutrition ideas in there for you because how we eat does affect how we think, but mostly it's the other way around. How we think affects how we eat. However, it goes both ways. And so in this mindset diet guide, what I want to do in there is to provide a, a way for you to take action on all the stuff that we're learning, because I think it's one thing to learn all of this. Like we are people who are full of knowledge and information and but but the real change happens in the work. And so I want to create this guide to help you take what we're talking about this summer and put it into action to actually see the fruit of the work that you're doing. And so when I was talking about this guide and thinking about this, this is the big point that I really want you to start pondering before that guide is released, is that the guide is not just a means of changing negative behavior or negative thoughts to positive thoughts. Yes, that's good. But I think as long as we stay inside of ourselves or we try to fix ourselves, even though we're broken people, I think we're missing true healing. I don't think healing is going to come from inside of us. I think we have to make the choice to get fixed. And I bring this up after my last email that I released last week where I talked about my therapist brought this up of of I can't fix people, right? Like I, it is not my job in this earth to fix another human being. As much as I want that to be true, none of us can fix someone else. The only thing that we can fix is ourselves. And she brought this up to me and I was like, yes, yes. Like all this time I'm trying to fix so many people. I'm carrying the weight of the world on on my shoulders, drowning in it, trying to throw off this weight and anger of other people, you know, coming out in all these negative ways to the people I love. But the more I thought about that, the more I realized that I can't fix myself either because I'm broken, right? Like I'm a sinner, I'm broken, I need a rescuer. And so I think um, as we go and we start talking about the spirituality aspect of it and the faith aspect of it, that's where I'm really going with this is that yes, we have to one, make the choice to fix ourselves. We have to stop being consumed with trying to fix other people. We can help them, but we can't fix them. Everyone has to make their own choice. But we can't fix ourselves either. We can make the choice to be fixed, but we can't fix ourselves. What we can do is trust in a rescuer. And that's where the faith component is going to come in and why I think that's so important as well. But anyways, this summer, we're going to talk about this mindset change and this guide. And that was a little rabbit hole, so I'm sorry. But 
I think so often we think about changing our mind as just going from negative thinking to positive thinking. But again, how often does that really stick? Like that's what I've been trying to do since last summer's mindset series. And so this year, I'm going to take it a step further and say that, yes, I think it's great to move our mind from the negative to positive. I think that's step one. But to make it stick is that not only do we have to think something positive, but we have to create a positive action with that thought. So what I mean by that is negative thoughts often produce negative behaviors, right? Like when we come home from work and we're stressed about life, or our kids are thrown off or off the wall after school, whatever's happening, right? Some of us go to food. Some of us go to gossip. Some of us go to um, like a negative spiral into depression or anxiety or worry or all these things, right? And that's all linked to negative behaviors. On the other hand, I was thinking, what happens if we take that negative thought and automatically replace it with a positive thought? That's great, but we're still battling our own mind. But if we add an action to that, then it makes it sticky. It makes it something that we can physically do, which enhances the whole body component. So I think we often just look at the mind as the mind, but I think we need to pull in the body component to that as well. I'm going to talk about this in the guide, but just start to think about that. Start to to think about, okay, where are my negative thoughts and what negative behavior is associated with that thought? Now, on the other hand, think what positive thoughts do I have and what's positive behavior that I have? So maybe at home, when you get home and you're stressed from work, instead of grabbing the ice cream out of the freezer, you put a leash on your dog and you just take him around the block. Or you go outside and you just sit and soak in the sun. Or you grab a book. Or you call a friend and meet her for coffee. You know, all of these things that we could do that's linked to a positive behavior. Anyways, that's all going to be in the mindset guide. Sounds super complex. Probably shouldn't have told you. But I think the guide is going to be really helpful. Like I said, it's not just a quote unquote diet, but it's this entire lifestyle that I want to help you create based on your own needs and your own mind. So that's coming out in two weeks actually less than two weeks. So basically what you can expect this summer is that on Wednesdays, I'm going to release my normal podcast, which most of them are going to be interviews with experts. I have people like Mike Foster coming on from the podcast Fun Therapy. I have Hannah Brecher, Allie Worthington, Nicole Eunice, Dr. Livingston. There's so many people coming on. They're really, really great psychologists, authors, speakers, podcasters. And I think it's going to be really fantastic. But the other thing that I wanted to do was to continuously push this practical application into your life. So every Monday, starting May 6th, I'm going to release a Monday Motivation Podcast. This is just a short, shorter than this, I promise you, like 10-minute episode where I'm just going to break down one action step, one positive thing that we could be focusing on that week to help us create positive rhythms in our life to help us go from negative to positive, to think better things, to live in better ways, to to really pull this all together. So my hope with Monday Motivation is that it can take what we're learning on the Wednesday episodes and put them into practical application. It's really gonna break down the mindset diet week by week, step by step, so that we can really be a people who don't just know this stuff, but live it, to fully embrace it in our life. So the Mindset Guide comes out May 6th with the first episode of Monday Motivation. You're going to want to check that out. I hope you love them um, and their topics coming from you. But like I said, before we get there, next week I have that very special interview with a listener of Simper Radio who's going to share her story with disordered eating. 
I think it could very well could be my favorite interview I've ever done. And I hope to do more of them as well. So check that out next week and then come back for that Monday Motivation starting May 6th and also to pick up your free Mindset Diet Guide you're going to want to get if you're going to stay tuned in this podcast series all summer long. And before I go, I just want you to know that you were valued and that you were loved so much, more than you ever know. I wish sometimes that we could just talk face to face and maybe we can someday, but really my prayer and my hope is that this can be a community and a place for connection and to know that you're not alone. We all have stories. We are all cracked in some way and that there is still hope for that, that we have a rescuer who can hold our hands and walk us through this and that we can be a support system for one another. So I hope that I can be that safe place for you, that place where you can come and really get filled up to go out and to do the work that you were put here on this earth to do. So know that you are not alone, that you are here for a reason and there is purpose in this. So thank you so much for tuning into another episode. I hope that this fills you with excitement for what's to come and excitement in your own journey of health and of life. And just think about all the possibilities once you start getting yourself healthy, like choosing to fix yourself and how that just radiates out. Like I believe all things, all emotions are contagious in some way. Generosity is contagious. Gratitude is contagious. Happiness and joy are contagious. And so is negativity. And so if we can be a people who just have that joy-filled spirit, how contagious we could be and flood that into our homes, into our work environments, and so many other things. So anyways, it's going to be a journey. (laughs) Like I said, I don't know it all. I'm on this with you. But I think it's going to be so fun and so enlightening. And I hope by the end of the summer, we just have a new perspective that we have grown so much internally. And I think externally, that will show in so many ways. So thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you tell your friends and family about what's coming up. Get them excited. Tell them about the Mindset Diet Guide when it comes out. It is absolutely free. And I think that you're really going to love it. So stay tuned again next week to hear Whitney share her story on disordered eating. Even if you don't struggle with disordered eating, I mean, I really think we all do on some level. It is really an insightful thing about just looking outside yourself for healing. And then back here on Monday to hear Monday Motivation, the first episode diving into the Mindset Guide. So thank you so much, so much. You are so valued and so loved, and I am so grateful for you. Again, get all the information on the Mindset Guide and what's coming up over in the show notes at simperitswellness.com backslash 149. Also sign up for my email list because there's a lot of goodies in there. I write emails like that. I mean, they're not all that long, although I am kind of wordy, obviously. Um, But I really just hope to provide value and insight for you as you go on this journey. So anyways, I'm encouraged by you. Thank you so much. And I will see you back here next Wednesday. 